So, Colt is in the driver's side of this company vehicle, which I assume is just a pickup truck of yeah, some sort. Yeah, pickup truck, yeah. Wendell, I assume, is in the back again. And BJ, yep. who is trying to catch his breath, still gargling with some of the canteen, is uh, in the passenger seat. In my canteen. Yeah, as uh, we're as we're driving down, uh, heading back toward uh, windows up, driving safely. Yeah, yeah, th- he's got the windows up. I'm out here in the back, and I'm like scoping out the the fog and chitterer situation as we're driving by. So you guys are driving north or south? Uh, we're driving. Uh, I think it would be. I was driving back the way we came. Yeah, so we'd be going back north, right? Yep. So you're keeping an eye out, listening uh, as best you can with the windows up, and you're keeping an eye out for chitterers, Wendell. Yeah, because you said I'm in the back, right? Yeah, you are. You're talking back at the cab or like in the back? back? Oh, you can do either. And actually, if you're in the back of the... Are you in the back of the cab or are you in the back of the bed? Oh, I was thinking it was just like that there wasn't a back of the cab and I was just like in the in the truck bed. Oh, It's probably not comfy. Cab back. Yeah, it, it's probably not comfy, but there is a, a, a cab back, you know, like a, a small third. Oh, yeah, I'll squeeze in the, I, I squeeze in the back of the cab then. Not with the toxins. And you guys have closed off the windows. There's a little sliding window uh, from the from the, the bed of the truck that I assume you guys, uh, that Wendell closes. I, I mean, unless you're trying to invest, uh, get more information, then I think you're just keeping an eye out, and it doesn't require a roll. So, yeah, yeah I would say you guys are just now humming along north uh, the way you came. Yeah. And it's a one-way road. There's a couple, like, small lanes off where there uh, are other logging quadrants. Nowhere, I, I think the other group of people, not that Booth would know this, are on pretty much the other side of hilltop at the moment yeah and it's a pretty uneventful ride back and i will say actually that did take like perhaps an hour and a half if you guys were really if, if it wasn't everything wasn't just happening boom 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 one after yeah, the other. yeah yeah but yeah, you yeah. were literally doing your job and, and checking which yeah, i think yeah. you were yeah so, no it, it was more gradual for sure like because we yeah, were actually so checking the things it, out you're, you're coming up on like 11 15 a.m riding back into uh hilltop offices yeah. what do you do Hey BJ, how you feeling? You need, you need some more water? Like, I think I we think should you... definitely head inside for a minute, and you know we can we can really reevaluate and see where we want to go check next. But uh... sure, uh, I think you uh, he is uh, he he does have some uh, voice back, and he he's like breathing a lot more regularly. But you can tell like he's worried about setting off another sort of almost asthma attack, where yeah. if he does need to breathe deeply, he won't be able to. So okay. he's like, <clears throat> yeah, I'm good. I, I think I. I might uh, have to go home for the day. I can't really uh, catch my breath. You know what I mean? It's like, <clears throat> yeah. Hey, man, you you do what you need to do. Like B- BJ, you know, your some, health is more important. But <laughs> is there someone at your house that can take care of you in case you have another one of these attacks? Since we don't really know what we're dealing with. I mean, uh, so it doesn't sound like my, your dad can help you too my, much. My dad's nurse comes at three, so I should be fine. She makes lunch and stuff. Uh, how long um, she stay around? Yeah, till eight or so. She makes lunch and dinner. So, um, right, yeah, I'll well, be fine. Why don't you let her just... know what's going on? Maybe she can, uh, she can help you out. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, she might have to come pick me up. Oh God, this sucks. This really fucking sucks, guys. <laughs> I was gonna say, why don't you? Why don't you? Why don't you stay? Uh, why don't you stay in the main office? Yeah, you take yeah. it easy, man. I, I will. And uh, I, I think he does, you yeah. know, going forward, whatever you guys end up doing. I think maybe you help him inside. Yeah, uh, sit no, him definitely. Down, get him a tall glass of water. Uh, um, and what, uh, call the nurse? Yeah, he gives you a number. 
you know, to, to call the nurse. And she's somebody, I'm sure you, like, know her. It's not a large town. Do and, I now uh, have the number of this nurse? You have <laughs> yes, Karen's you have, number now? <laughs> you have Brunhilda's. Yeah, it's Karen. Her name is Karen. That's Cannon. Hello. Karen Cannon. Karen um, Cannon. Is her and, name. uh... I, I I think you're able to like get her to come you know swing by in the next hour or so to pick him up to drive him to the house so uh, mission accomplished I'm not gonna make it like roll to manipulate yeah she's a nurse what if I yeah. want to roll to manipulate I'm just That's kidding fine. <laughs> it, it, if you want something else you might have to roll no, to ma- manipulate good. but yeah. I think she's it's for her it's just like going to work early yeah you know cool um yeah and uh what do you do. Uh, so I, I imagine that like in the main kind of conference space, there's a large map of Hilltop similar to the one that we have with all the marked areas and everything on a, on a cork board kind of deal. Yeah. It's uh, the one that I sent you. It's the, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's pretty much what we're looking at. And by this time, listeners will, we will have posted this. So you know what we're talking about. Um, oh, my beautiful Excel spreadsheet is, map is very good. Excel. <laughs> well, yeah. So they know. So Maybe we could overlay it, because I do have a hilltop map. Anyway, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. But so, yeah, going and looking at that, it's like, all right, so if we were over here and kind of pointing at this sea uh, area, um, that's where we were at. And so could I tell if it, like, was still pretty foggy, musky, like, as we were driving back up? Because I don't see on the map uh, where, where fog it is. looks like there was rot and such. Um, what All the red things are cases that over the last couple of days they have, you know... Uh, picked up rot. You don't know when and where, but you you don't know when, but you know that every single red uh, uh, cell on that is a, yeah. a quadrant that has been sent to and come back with rotted, um, dry rotted trees. Right. Yeah. It, but so between Hilltop uh, HQ and Road C, since going north from where we were at, there's like not any of those red um, spots. Could I, could I tell not, what if there like seemed to be the fog in those same places as we were going by and like what that what, what, if there was? was fog it was less uh, okay. I think there is a sort of just general permeation of the air around hilltop uh, like the 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 the, um, the overall forest that this is uh-huh. uh, a part of but not specifically where you guys were driving from uh, and you didn't specifically see any chitterers visually you know okay. uh, on the way uh, north of there. Looking around, do I see any of the uh, other workers here back at the main area? Uh, give me an investigative mystery if you're going to be seeing who's here and who's not. What do I add to this? Sharp. Uh, sharp. sharp. Uh, five and three, so that is an eight. You can ask one question. Uh, I'm going to say you don't see other workers. Well, I have an idea of where they went. I don't really want to ask. That. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so, can I just ask you something since I don't yeah. really know that that matches with any of these questions? Sure, they're I'm, they're 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 very much like contextual. So I'm, some things I'm, might. I'm more or less just trying to get a feel of like if if. Since I'm not seeing anybody, I, I was trying to get a sense of, like, has anyone else come back because of issues? Uh, so, so my idea is kind of along the lines of, is anyone out there in trouble? I, which I can't tell, you know what I mean, if anyone's in trouble right well, now. So I'm trying to figure out what is, that question... There is a question, what has happened here? 
right? That is a question you can ask me. Right. Mm-hmm. As a part of investigative mystery. Okay. So, like, to me, though, if I was going to say, mm-hmm. and this may just be me reading into the question incorrectly, is like, mm-hmm. if I was going to ask what happened here, since we're in the heart of the camp, mm-hmm. I just know people left to go to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I will say that there is, um, there are, so there's like a, a, a big hanging peg system on the wall, right, where people have their, uh, uh, like a harness, a safety harness that, you know, with the reflective lights that you have to wear while you're doing your lumberjacking shit. Yeah. And uh, also some ear protection. Uh, <laughs> and there are named pegs, right? So yeah. uh, the, the people that, uh, so the, the pegs that are taken are Sherman and Stevens, uh, Akers, and uh, BJ. Whereas Bruce, uh, I had the... <laughs> You ask me now after I put away no, no, that. No, no, thing. no, no. Uh, I don't need to know everyone's names. I, I'm, yeah, sure. I'm more concerned with who else is workers. out in this. There are three workers who are did not come to work today at all because yeah. all of their stuff is hanging up. Their safety harness and their, uh, um, uh, what is it, uh, ear protection. Cool. So you, yeah. I'm going to grab, that, mm-hmm. yeah, I, 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 I get what you're saying. I mm-hmm. think... I, I think, um, yeah, I'm just going to take one of their safety harnesses. <laughs> yeah. One of the people it's, that so, wasn't there. Mm-hmm. It's literally like a reflective, it's, it's like what a construction worker would wear. Yeah, I'm just grabbing yep. it for an extra. You got it. Yeah. Um, and the, the three guys that aren't there, uh, they were at work before this past weekend. Yeah, they you saw them last week. All right. Um, with that, uh, I kind of I, I look at Colton. I'm like, oh, hold on, just a second. I'm gonna see what so, the deal is with these with what's going on with these guys. You know, uh, that's Bruce, Paul, and Ricky. Yeah, Bruce, Paul, and Ricky. Cool. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm gonna check in with uh, Kenneth, so I'm gonna go knock on the door to his office. Uh, you do, and you immediately hear like a sort of resulting snore. Son of a bitch. Um, I just, just go sort of in. Get- uh, you do. And he's still asleep, feet up on the desk, magazine over his head, over his face. Hey, Kenneth! What? Hey. Did I, did I say you could come in here, Wendell? Well, you were asleep on the job, and I had a question for you as the manager of Hilltop, so I, you know, figured I might as well just come in. Watch your mouth. I was resting my eyes. What do you want? What happened to Bruce, Paul, and Ricky? We were out, and BJ got up in some of this orange fog shit, and he's I don't know, having a tell coffee me. fit. I don't were know, you well, sick yesterday too? Were you drinking at Dino's? What are you? Uh, everybody's calling in sick on me at the same time. Not getting any damn work done. Look, I told you yesterday that it was my mom that where stuff was going on. Look, that's not important. Look, what's happening with the guys? Is this coffin business? Did they? Are they out today because of this whole fog shit? What's going on, Kenneth? I don't. I. Are, I they. Uh. This might be manipulate somebody because I don't know if he's in like a position to like spit information at you, but uh, I, I I think yeah uh, yeah go for it. Uh, so plus charm. D- does that sound about right to you? I'm I'm trying to remember the language of manipulate somebody. Yeah, I mean I think that makes sense because like I'm yeah. I'm trying to get some out of him. Yeah, uh, and he's my... a, he's an asshole, so it's difficult to like get him to do anything. Yeah, to cooperate because uh, so pl- he sucks. Uh, it's going to be a seven. Great. So, mixed success. You get to ask one of those things, or they—they they, he tells you, but there's a catch. Okay. Uh, 
So he's like, yeah, they called out sick. They were complaining about this cough. It's no big fucking deal. What? Are you going to try to get out of, out of work today too? Where's nah, BJ? I... Are you guys back already? Yeah, we're back already because BJ had a big ass coffin fit because of this fungus or whatever the hell is. So we brought him back. He could barely stand. Uh, he sort of stands up and looks past you and he's like, God damn it. God, what? God damn it. And he yeah. sort of sits back at his desk. Yeah, that quadra we were over in is fucked, so, you know, we can mark that one off, too. Uh, and he actually has, uh, he, he writes it down in his notebook uh, that the G quadrant that he sent you to is uh, is fucked. He throws it on his desk and looks at it and he's like, can I help you with anything else? Yeah, look, a- do, do we have any, like, masks or anything around uh, for dealing with any kind of fungus type shit? Because, like, if not... You know, we need them. I'll, I'm willing to go back out there. Like, I'm here to work today, Kenneth, but I just want to make sure that I'm not going to cough my fucking lungs out. Uh, I think that actually does get through to him. He's like, yeah, okay. Um, look, uh, go check the storage shed. There should be some sort of PPE or something like that. Uh, I'm going to send you down a D quadrant if you don't mind. Is that is that the deputy? What's he doing? Yeah. How you doing, Officer Booth? And his meaner, like com- demeanor completely changes. And he's like, hey, Officer, uh, h- how are you doing today? What, to what well, do I, I am, owe this honor? I'm doing great. You know, I just came I came in to check on Wendell. There's been some uh, been some uh, bears. You heard bear about the issues. thing in the store yesterday? Oh, oh yes, I, I did hear about the bear. Yeah, Wendell, store, Wendell here was a big town hero. He helped, uh, he helped uh, save the day out there. <laughs> it's just like him. I know it is. Uh, but yeah, Kendall, uh, Kenneth tells you that uh, you could check the storage shed for some uh, personal protective equipment. Gives you another quadrant to check out. All right, where is this one to. on the map? Uh, so this one is Road B. I, I would think actually right where it says Road B. Okay, right, it's right around there. Yeah, that's D15. Which I know to be where more of the chittering was. Where you that do sound know was that. Coming from. Yeah. yeah, cool. All right. Uh, yep. I'm sorry, I misspoke. Road A. Road A? Okay. Yeah. Okay, cool. So even further west. Yeah, w- uh, right below where it says Road A. Yeah, and as a reference, where were uh, where were uh, Sherman and Stevens? They were heading actually out uh, the access road before it gets to the river. Okay, before we, yeah. before we hit the river. Yeah, before right, you cool. hit the river and a little bit south. So before I go to check storage, I'll just tell Kenneth, yeah, we, uh, we called BJ's dad's nurse, so she's going to come out here and pick him up and, you know... He's, yeah, he's just sorry, gonna be here sorry, Kenneth. <laughs> I, 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 I just got really lightheaded. I had to sit down. Um, I'll be in tomorrow. Don't worry about it. I don't think Kenneth even responds. He's just like, "All right, uh, shit." Everybody has BJ's voice now. Uh, <laughs> has a scratchy voice. Kenneth says, "Yeah, I hope so." Anyway, yeah, feel better, BJ, and uh, you're welcome to hang out. Obviously, until uh, your nurse comes. Uh, and he says, "If you don't mind, I'm gonna go uh, make some calls." And heads back into his office, closing the door. I just mouth to cult as like after the door is closed i mouth to cult and do the air quotes make some calls and just kind of nod and head over toward the storage area bj just shoots two massive birds into the air at the closed door sits back down and drinks his glass of water as Um, we as we make our way out i'm just gonna lean hmm. over to bj real fast and you think about that bug now all right i can get you guys one i'm just gonna head out the door (laughs) (laughs) To his credit, he's really considering it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Toppling the establishment. One cold yeah. booth at a time. Fuck. One cold booth at a time. <laughs> Aren't you supposed to protect capital interests like Kenneth? <laughs> yeah, so you guys head out to the storage shed, which is um, 
much better uh, well maintained i think than the pff, the Wait. simple matter of where s- people socially hang out at the work the, oh yeah the no actual... it's definitely better maintained yeah. because yeah. kenneth doesn't have anything to do with it oh i think he does but he values people less than he values the equipment uh Ugh. Yeah, I actually think uh, Sherman might be, when he's not actually out logging, is in charge of, like, inventorying and uh, keeping track of what lumber, what chainsaws need repair, that kind of thing. Yeah, that makes Um, sense. He's been here longer than just about anybody, so. By the way, I'm not saying this should be the case, but if you're thinking about the chainsaws as a weapon, three harm, close, messy. Well, it's good to know. Yeah, three harm, close, messy, obvious is what it's called. (laughs) <laughs> um, close, messy, obvious. Very good. Very nice. A very good, a very good chainsaw. All right, excellent. It so also, we'll, uh, there's not a tag for it, but it, it runs on gasoline, so FYI. Cool. cool. So uh, you head on over to the storage uh, facility, I assume. Yes. Unless anybody else wanted to, yeah. And because of this good organization that Sherman puts into it, as one of the older uh, employees at hilltop remembering how he did things under your father he has very meticulously like sort of labeled where things are and you guys are able without too much more fuss to find basically they're almost like gas masks but it's it's specifically for um uh help me out what what is this thing I, i have a picture of it in my head well, I mean, like, I think you're very on track with gas masks. Like, if you're cutting yeah. into, you know, a tree and it's got any kind of rot or fungus. Oh, are you talking about rebreather, like rebreathers, it, where no, it's not kind a, of just not not quite. It, it, it's it's mostly like a gas mask, but it's specifically it's for, for particulate sawdust. matter. Exactly, yeah, 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 particulate yeah. sawdust. I, I, yeah, yeah. Rather than so, rather than a gas, rather than toxic. particles, dust particles, so, sawdust, whatever. Welcome to New Rich, the podcast where we talk about tubing and masks and just, like, the specifics of them. See, this is what happens when we have, like, real-life equipment that we have yeah. to yeah, know see, about this and is deal what I'm with talking rather about. than, like, here's my like here's D&D. my very nice sword. Here's this special kind of tube. Yeah. There's no uh, player's handbook for life. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Andrew's got this image pulled up. He's going to send it to the chat of, like, this, this respirational mask. It's for... just like a respiration mask. Sure. I'm sure we're thinking of the same. Yeah, it, okay. Um, That's... See, it's so just like... very... You know what? They probably have something like that back in the day. It's only 1979. Jimmy Carter's president. So, yeah. <laughs> he probably invented it. He did. I remember that. I remember that Jimmy's. that's exactly what I mean, Jimmy did. This is from the 70s right here. Okay, then yeah. I, oh, yeah, no, yeah. No, no, this no. this one he sent it right now. Not what I posted. Oh. This, this new This one. right here is from the 70s. Whoa, okay. Uh, here's the thing, though. That's more of like a hazmat type thing. That's the shit that like you wear if you're in Cloverfield. But whatever. You know, you, you have some <laughs> appropriately 1970s version of that equipment where it would not be space-age technology or super right. expensive for a small town logging operation yeah. you have them that makes yeah. sense <laughs> I, yes. I would just my, yeah. my whole thing with it is i was just, I, I was assuming like they would have something in case there was like forest fire absolutely yeah and and also for their intended usage which is like sawdust so yeah. you guys got yeah. a, a couple you got you guys got two of those sweet uh, with with some extra filters if you need if you need them so you guys have your new space age masks that we did not talk about for too long no and... we definitely didn't send pictures back and forth in the chat about them yep so <laughs> but we have those yes you have them <laughs> with your real hands that actually exist in the world our very real hands yeah cool tins what do you do real. 
Uh, so we'll we'll head down to because uh, it's about what time now? Like eleven thirty, maybe. Yeah, uh, but but well, I, I would think by the time like you had all these conversations and made sure that uh, BJ was going to be okay, we'll mm-hmm. say it's like twelve thirty. Side note: Is there anything else in yeah. the shed? You can take a look. I'm not going to like. Yeah, what you're are you looking for? Inventory the shed. I don't. Yeah, I, I, exactly. I was more thinking just like along the lines of like tools that might be in the shed. So what specifically? Um. Oh, uh, that's thing. What if I was you're looking about. for lumberjack no, no, no. tools, you're in luck. Yeah. No. <laughs> is there? Uh, is there any form of like hard hat? Uh, oh yeah, we we got hard hats. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Colt's grabbing a hard hat. <laughs> you guys. Well, so okay, this is interesting. I don't think that counts as armor. I, like, I, I'm just grabbing it. <laughs> yeah, you, you got it. Your head is protected from things that might fall on it, but not too hard. Uh, There's trees that are dead everywhere. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're very correct. You're very correct. And you have this also in your real hands because Colt does have real hands. They're pressing. I'm me. just gonna put my foot down. <laughs> put my foot down. These hands are real. Um, I know you're so, making a character choice, but uh, real hands. All right, cool. I'll make it work. Um, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll go and check this one out before uh, before the uh, the lunch break. Just because starting at nine, you know, we'll go a little later. Uh, yeah, we'll head down there to. Uh, I say we, I say we check on your friends first. On the uh, on the other guys. Yep. <clears throat> That's probably not a bad idea, actually. Uh, yeah, we're gonna drive down to uh to where the quadrant that they were. And just kind of check access in. Road. And I'd yeah. like yeah, to down take the access road. I'd like to take my truck with all the stuff in it. Yeah. And also mm-hmm. I'd like to grab the Molotov cocktail out of the back of the other truck. I yeah. was wondering if you'd remember. Uh yeah, it well, is yeah. not broken. Cool. It is it rattling around in the back of the truck. Maybe a little bit of whiskey spilled out through the cloth, but uh it's not broken and it's still full mostly. So you yeah. recollect your Molotov that is in the back of that truck. Yeah, great. So I'll I'll lead in the company mm-hmm. truck and then uh, with Colt behind. So you guys, you don't have to drive too long along the access road, the northernmost road that takes you uh, along the breadth of Hilltop Logging Company's zoned areas. Uh, you don't have to go too long before you arrive at the specific quadrant before the river. Sure enough, you find Sherman and Stevens there, and they've actually pulled a couple trees and have done some preliminary uh, lumberjacking, I suppose, where they've (laughs) brought them down, have gone back to HQ for a larger truck with the sort of claw to then load trees up. They have found trees that are not necessarily uh, dry rotted. And uh, they're just working. You guys lucked out. Yeah, this is my character voice. No. um, (laughs) Sherman, Sherman, the old man. Sherman is an old man. He's like, yeah, you know, not too bad. It got got a little bit lucky. Um, Stevens here was thinking uh, we might have to go to the old growth, and I told him to stop being such a knucklehead because, you know. Yeah, I mean, no, we absolutely don't do that shit. Hey, look, y'all can get back to the shit you were doing. Uh, we're just coming out here because me and BJ were over on uh, over on Road C, you know, where we were uh, where Kenneth sent us out, and, man, more of that more of that orange shit was all around, and BJ, BJ got pretty sick, and so... Just want to make sure you guys were doing all right over here. Thanks for checking up on us. Uh, I think we're doing okay. Seems uh, like this quad, this uh, this quadrant isn't as bad as it was. I, I think it's the part of the fungus. And Stevens calls yeah. over and says, "Yeah, over in D, it was real bad yesterday. Uh, here, not so bad." And you see that they're not actually uh, they're not wearing their um, uh, handkerchiefs over their face. Yeah, uh, 
and yeah. the air is well, much uh, clearer over here. Listen, if you guys are going back out there, or uh, or this ends, uh, you get to go back to uh, HQ for a little bit. You probably ought to grab some respirators because it really got BJ. Yeah, it got it got thick out there. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if y'all have seen any of this shit, but uh, it was it was pretty rough. So you know, we've we've got some just to be uh, you know on the safe side. Yes, sir. Thanks, officer. Says uh, Sherman and Stevens respectively. <laughs> uh, and with that, we will head down uh, to this other spot. Okay, you're not even going to need to keep track of like where chitterers are actively. Because yeah. even with the windows closed, while you're heading down, the noise is just getting cacophonous. Obviously, Booth doesn't hear it. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm just yeah. chilling to my radio. As you're driving down Road A, Wendell, they are legion. They're everywhere. Left, right. But uh, again, the largest concentration of the noises, and you are definitely seeing them flittering through the trees back and forth. Every once in a while, you'll see uh, one stick their long silver proboscis into a tree and pull it out, and something will drip from the proboscis before it will flit to another branch. Oh, the shit, that's the first time I've actually seen them do anything to trees. Yep. And you see a couple of them uh, actually skittering off of the road in time for Colt to drive by untouched by these guys. Oh, are you guys going together, by the way, or in... In other cars. You were taking... Yeah, I'm in the company truck still. Yeah, he's in the company truck ahead of me, but I'm sticking, like, right on his tail so that if he's driving around stuff or swerving, I'm, like, following him. He doesn't have to do too much, like, actual avoidance, but uh, there are yeah. uh, chitterers among the trees, the uh, on the road, and again, Wendell, a- as you get farther south of where you know the last couple uh, cases of dry rot have been towards where it actually literally says road a on your map it's so loud and it's coming from the old growth section over yonder towards the deeper darker parts of the woods it's coming from the old. it's coming west from from the west and south okay that is the extent of your directional knowledge because it is all around it's just overwhelmingly loud that way and as you pass the multiple sort of access roads that lead off to different different quadrants, different cells, you uh, finally arrive at yours, Road A. It is swarming. The actual place where Kenneth asked you to go is just huge clouds of this orange stuff that okay. sort of hangs in between the trees, like a fog that will not be blown away and will not be dissipated. And you roll up, and yeah. uh, the chitterers almost don't even notice you as they continue about their awful business. What do you do? Uh, <coughs> now so I'm coughing. I... Oh man, the fog gotcha. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop the, stop the truck and like throw on the hazards and like motion for Colt to pull up mm-hmm. next to me. Uh, I do. And then I'm gonna roll my right window down and like yell, probably too loud because overcompensating for what I'm hearing. Hey man, uh, I think we need to take an early lunch break because these fuckers are everywhere, and it's coming from the old. As growth. you say this, whatever th- this haze almost like lazily, I, I don't want to say pours in, but you immediately begin feeling the effects of uh, your your uncovered face and and the air. Yeah, that mask on. Mask right on. Yeah, that mask on. <laughs> Just a little little tickle in your throat. Before you put the mask back on. Even then, the, the, the bitter acrid smell is is really off-putting. 
But you do shout this to Colt, who yeah. also, I assume, if he has his windows down. Oh, I'm before I roll that shit down, I'm putting it on. I've already been in this yeah, shit before. Yeah. So I'm going to pull the car a little, or the truck over a little more to the side of the road, um, just to be out of the way if anything else passes by, uh, and actually pull around so that I am facing north, facing the truck, ready to go back north so I don't have to do any turns or anything if we got to leave quick. And so then I will get out on the driver's side, which is now the road side. I'm going to also possession my truck similarly. Great. So you've positioned your trucks. Wendell's you've positioned your trucks for a quick escape, it, it seems. Yes. Uh, I'll head over to uh, Colt's truck and kind of get our get our shit together as far as, like, the axe and uh, make sure we got the torch and the Molotovs and everything. Well, shit, I mean, we... Going in there? I mean, so in, into the old growth, are there any of the of these uh, like side roads and stuff where we could get the in? The one little... that is most directly plunging into the old growth, uh, which actually is on your map as a closed road, not the one that I sent you, but like the one that you just have at Hilltop. Uh, it, it's it's unnamed. Mm-hmm. It was uh, back when the zoning uh, was a little more loose, and they and the and Hilltop. Kenneth specifically thought they might get a little bit luckier. Fuck them. Fuck them. Uh, but there is a road, drivable, plunging deeper into the old growth, but it is not maintained as it is not a part that is actually used by the logging company today. And the sound uh, emanating as the trees sort of get a little bit taller and darker and the haze gets a little bit more orange against the green, it's this almost tunnel. That way lieth chitterers. Can I read a bad situation Please. again? Roll good. Well, that's really good. That's not good. <laughs> Bastard. And that's sharp. So that's seven. Ask your question. What's my best way in? To the old growth? Because Wendell's asking about going into this undergrowth, yeah. correct? Um, your best way in is so, yeah. down... My thought is, like, what the best way into this... So it, I, it, I know it doesn't help me much because I can't see shit. I would but. say that this uh, specific road is your best way in if what you are trying to do is get into the old growth part of the woods. But you also know that this orange particulate stuff in the air is very thick down this disused road that plunges deeper into the old growth. That's what you, Colt, see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah man, look, I know it's... I know it looks pretty thick in there. I'm... I mean, shit. I mean, the road—the road's really shitty, but we could go back in there in a truck. I mean, we can—we can take a company truck. Your yours has already gotten dinged up from this shit, and like that—you know—that's—that's that's not your problem. We'll, we can take a company car, and you know, we'll we'll drive it back in there. We'll just move our shit over into into the back of that one, and we can go back in there and see if we can cut whatever this is off at the head. I mean, shit. It'd also be another layer of protection against the fucking chitterers if we've got car between us and them. That is... That's pretty true. Um... It's as good as plan as any. I'm just gonna start taking stuff from, from my truck and putting it in the, uh... company truck that we're in. Yeah. Uh, you wanna drive, or you want me to drive? I got it. Why don't you 
since you can see all the shit. Yeah, I'll keep an eye out. You keep an eye out. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll do that. I'll, you know, if there's any kind of barriers blocking off that uh, old mm-hmm. road. I think there's a rusted uh, old gate. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So I'll I'll open that up so that we can get the truck through and everything. Can I tell you? It creaks uh, very ominously. Good, and I expect that to be a sound effect in the final Maybe, cut. Maybe, if I'm feeling frisky. <laughs> Way to ruin that. But yeah, so I will uh, I'll open that up and hop in the truck and let's, let's get to it. What are you doing, driver? Taking it real slow, that way Wendell can, you know, be like, hey, there's something in the middle of the road and I can stop or like, mm. you know what I mean? But just... Making slow, steady progress. And trying my hard darndest to see these things. <laughs> As you get about 10 or 15 feet in, two things happen. The orange matter, whatever it is in the air, the fog, becomes so thick you almost can't see out of the windshield. And you can actually see that there are little particulate things building up on the glass itself that a, a wipe with the windshield wipers removes but then gets replaced. And uh, as soon as the orange gets almost too much for you to even see where your headlights are illuminating uh, under the darker, taller pines in this part of the forest, four huge thumps as four large things immediately land and you begin to hear a skittering, skittering noise of claws on metal. Ah, shit. Is it, like, above There's us? There's two above, or? and as far as you can tell, one or two in front of you. But it was four distinct thumps of, of something on metal. Yeah. And, uh, Wendell, you see two chitterers on the hood skittering around. And we're and we're in the thickness right now. The noise, oh, the chittering shit. is just, just everywhere. All right. All right, we got two on the hood. It looks like we got two on top, but we... Oh, shit, man. I slowed down mm-hmm. just enough to reach 
back behind me and grab one of the torches and light it, and I roll down the driver window and stick the torch out of it. So you do. You light this uh, oil-soaked torch, and it begins to uh, emit like this horrible black, tarry smoke uh, that you quickly then uh, shove out the. You lower and shove out the driver's side window, and the the smell of the burning uh, oil and the, the the orange particulate matter mixing and burning in the air uh, almost makes you wretch as you as it fills the car. This orange haze is just let into the car through the window. You don't see anything, Booth, but the two chitterers on the front of the hood immediately uh, fly off the other side, uh, leaping away from this fire uh, that you have brought. And, Wendell, the noise changes from chittering to almost a dull, low roar as the response from thousands and thousands of chitterers to the, the, the fire being introduced into this, into this, uh, habit, into this area it has this immediate effect. The anger, uh, if there was emotion in the sound of a cicada, of a chitterer of some sort, then it, it would be rage uh, that is rumbling up from the forest around you. As this all happens, a giant, long, silver proboscis pierces through the top of the cap uh, and narrowly misses you, Wendell, with just a little bit of that uh, acid goop rolling out of the tip of it. Uh, and, and and you hear the Do I see a hole as when it poked in the ceiling? <laughs> like a railroad spike being driven through the cab uh, of, of the car. You, you don't see the actual proboscis, but you see the hole, like almost like a gunshot, uh, through the top as this proboscis uh, yeah. slams down yeah. between you and Wendell. What do you do? Uh, I, I want to use the big whammy, and I want to rip that thing's proboscis off of its body. Great. Roll plus weird, and tell me the language of the big whammy again. <laughs> you can use unknowable powers to kick some ass. Roll plus weird instead of plus tough. It has two harm, close, obvious, ignore armor. Uh, and that is a 13, my dude. Tell me what it looks like as you... I assume somehow the shadow motif is, is brought in, but what are you doing? Because you're trying to grab it and rip it off? Yeah, I grab it and just break it off uh, right there at the at the top where it came in. As as you grab nothingness with, I'm uh-huh. assuming, shadow? Oh, yeah, no, definitely, definitely there's some of the smoky shadow coming off of the fist. Is I just immediately, without even thinking, grab this thing and just rip it off. As the as the best way that I know how to. Uh, Meanwhile, I have one arm out the window, waving this fire around. I'm like, Wendell, you son of a bitch! What the fuck's happening? You don't have any more time after that because as this proboscis literally just gets sort of snapped cleanly, gouts of this acid stuff start pouring out into the cab. Both of you guys take one harm as this acid begins to eat through your clothes and start to burn your skin a little bit. It also uh, begins to burn the upholstery of this car. What is that? I don't know. Who cares? It begins to burn the seats of the car and the, and the, and the dash. Yeah, sure. But it begins to spill out into the car uh, through this proboscis that has just been snapped off. The shadows and the acid are all mixing and, and you, you are both burned for one harm each. Ignore oh, armor. Um, tr- yeah, try to maneuver out of the way of that and like throw that shit out the window. <laughs> the, the, proboscis? the proboscis? Yeah, I'm like, get that out and uh, is there so wait is after I rip the proboscis off is the acid still coming out of the top it's coming out of the top that's where it came from okay great yeah, yeah. so I like open the door toss the proboscis I want to grab the chitter and chuck it off of the top of the car great give me a uh, an act under pressure 
Son of a bitch! <laughs> I rolled a two. You rolled a two. Um, as you do, uh, the, 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 just the burns and the scalds on your hand uh, uh, keep you from being able to really... As you fumble with the door and try to open the... I assume your side of the door. The, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Side. Uh, and as you stand up to try to grab at the chitterer, it leaps deftly away. And though it is looking really bad and giving this horrible keening noise as its proboscis has been snapped... Uh, it is still on its feet, and the other one rears back uh, a massive proboscis at you. Uh, oh, shit. Wh- what do you do? Uh, I'm I'm a hop back in the cab. <laughs> Act under pressure to get back in the cab. Okay, that's plus what? Cool. cool. It's a nine. You're you're trying to get back inside the in the car and close the door, right? Uh huh. You can get back inside of the car. You do it. You're either going to get hit by this thing uh, rearing back with its proboscis. Or and then close the door, or you're going to spend the time to dodge out of the way uh, and not and not be able to close the door. Do you see what I mean? Uh, I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna spend the time and try to not get hit. Okay, so you definitely uh, j- just almost fake it out, just barely. Uh, it, it, it almost grazes your shoulder, but doesn't draw blood or anything like that. And you get back inside the car. However, the passenger side door is still open. Booth, what are you doing? I am going to put my foot on the pedal <laughs> and let the horses go <laughs> deeper into the woods no absolutely but just moving with much more purpose act under pressure <laughs> that's gonna be an 11 what's up baby uh, driver many things bang and boom and slam you know as you are driving into and around things that you cannot see, but you effortlessly keep the car on the track, driving forward at probably like 40 miles an hour as you accelerate, you know, just straight ahead with a... Was it uh, enough acceleration to close the door? (laughs) Because gravity? Yeah, you just do it, so gravity still works. So yeah, you, Wendell, you are thrown back into your seat as uh, the horses do their thing and the door is shut. The window is still open and I assume you still have like the, the, the torch out unless you're doing something about oh, that. Oh no, yeah, I'm leaving the torch out. <laughs> There's a little, I guess, beacon. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do, adventurers? As, again, I can't, it, it's almost as though you were descending into this horrible creature because the sounds around you are on their own, the chitterers and the sort of whines and the yipping and the ch ch but together in this frenzy with the fire as you are going and pissing off exciting new groups of chitterers as you are thundering forward into the forest. <laughs> the noise is just like an ancient, horrible beast shucking off trees, you know, picking them off and awaking from slumber. A horrible that roar. I don't hear that you do not hear. But <laughs> we we're, we're establishing your, your, your survival instincts. Oh, yeah, no. I know that shit's bad. It's bad. Your hair is sticking up on end. Okay, Wendell, here's these things. Um, And as Booth is zooming down this this road deeper into the forest, Wendell looks at him. Okay, new plan. Uh, If we find this nest, we blow it the fuck up and then get back to the trailer and call for firefighters or whatever the fuck. But we gotta... If we find their lair, we're blowing it the fuck up. <laughs> that was the game plan once the fire came out the window. <laughs> and I guess we both laugh hesitantly. Yeah, we, we do. Let's fucking do it. Let's just <laughs> careen into the abyss. Yep. Let's 
Let's go. Let's go into the fucking void. You're driving for some time. If you would like to maintain this pace, give me an act under pressure. Oh, yes. Yes. See, puppy. See, that's a 12. Mm. Another perfect Baby success. driver. I, I, I don't want to speak poorly of Colt's skill here because you are so methodical in this insane thing that you are doing. It's, oh, I doubt it's it, easy. No, yeah. You are. It, it's every inch of your determination and reflexes to avoid potholes. To There's even like fallen branches and stuff that you are able to vault over with this increasingly beat up old Ford pickup. And you are just going deeper and deeper into the woods. After after one of the vaults, I just want to look at Wendell and be like, Kenneth's gonna be pissed. Oh man, I don't care. You're doing some Dukes of Hazard shit right now. Is that a timely reference? Uh, who knows? Is, let's find Well, let's find out. <laughs> Boots like, the who? The what? What the fuck you talking about, Wendell? Wendell's from the Is this that Grateful Dead bullshit? Hey, hey. Guess what? That just premiered earlier this year. January 26, <laughs> 1979. Wow. That worked out. Ooh, came right in there at the end. Yeah, Perfect. just squeaking in there. Um, squeaking it in there. Squeaking Ugh. it in. Holy shit. <laughs> that could not have been closer. That is hilarious. You drive. I love that show. It was brand new. <laughs> oh my god! Did, I, I mean, you saw thing. the whole the whole first season. That's incredible. I hope they make more. The premiere was amazing. It's a cultural phenomenon that we're all still talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you drive like a bat into hell because that's where you're going. Uh, and at a certain point, Wendell, you actually hear the roar, the anger roar, uh, almost return to the the normal levels of chittering. The, uh, there's still quite a bit, but most of them are behind you, and the sort of anguished, raging wail that all of the chitterers made together as you were flaming through their happy tunnel uh, mm. under the trees, it is letting off a little bit. Colt, you're hitting less things, uh, but also the road itself is getting almost indistinguishable. Uh, you are very wow. much, very quickly approaching the end of where this uh, access road even was supposed to go. Uh, at a certain point, you are just greeted by a huge stand of trees, uh, a clearing, uh, and the road ends in almost a clear little meadow, just a, a, a little natural space where you can actually look up into the sky. Uh, and Wendell, the chittering has died down somewhat. I slam on the brakes and do that really cool thing where the truck skids. <laughs> you do. You know, with your two yeah. perfect successes, I'm not even going to make you go for a third. Yes. You Tokyo Drift, this shitty pickup, built for tough, into a, a, a perfect skittering... Uh, I just like to imagine, though, that it's, like, drift. smoking. <laughs> it's... It, it is literally smoking, because uh, apparently you're still holding a torch out the window. That is true. Yeah. I want to say cosmetic damage. You have a couple zero harm burns from the oil just dripping down this shittily made shovel torch. That is fair. Uh, it's no harm, but it fucking hurts. You're probably not even thinking about it because of the adrenaline. You have come to this clearing where, Wendell, you cannot immediately see any chitterers. Whoo, that was sexy driving. Holy shit, man. I mean, holy shit. So, do you do that, like, on the reg doing cop shit, or, like... <laughs> no, I never get to do that shit with cops. Uh, 
fuck. What the fuck was back there? A shitload of shit, man. Because uh, there's a hole in the roof. Yeah. So, uh, as you can probably imagine, uh, one of them got their uh, long pokies through the roof of the truck, which, uh, those can pierce metal. Cool. Cool, cool. Um, yeah, uh, there were there were quite a few, and I let me tell you, uh, I think we pissed them the fuck off. Well, good, because I'm pissed the fuck off, too. Yeah, but now, now we're out here, and, like, I'm getting, I'm not really getting anything. Like, they're, they're, they're back there, but this, I don't know what's different about right here, but, uh, but we're, we're not certainly in the thick of it anymore. Well, where are we now? Um, you don't immediately know. Yeah. I, I oh, wanna... I was, I was asking Wendell oh, in the yeah. sense, I, I didn't yeah. know if he would know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I, I don't think what I, I don't think that I would necessarily know this either. Nope. I'm gonna idea. say you guys left the, yeah. you know, the access road as written on the map. You yeah. know, you you were mostly traveling west. Yeah. Um. Yeah, man. Um, and I wanna. So if if it doesn't seem like there's any chitterers in the immediate area, I wanna get out and go into this more of this meadow area. And mm-hmm. see if I can tell like what's different here. Like why why is the why is the fog not in this place? Why are the chitterers not in this place? If there's any reason besides it just hasn't spread this far yet. And I want to look at the truck. Mm-hmm. That sounds like an investigative mystery, and that might be a read a bad situation, Colt. If you're right. like examining, just you know, examining the level of damage. Yeah, yeah. I got a ten. Great. Uh, ask me what two questions? Yeah. What happened here? What's being concealed here? What I'm happened not, here? Not. What's being concealed here? Yeah. What, what what has happened to make this this spot different than the rest of this forest? As you head out into this clearing, there is a little bit of the orange haze. No chitterers in the immediate area that you can hear. But one of the first things you notice is that uh, there's one or two trees in this clearing. E- even just a cursory look at it says that this thing has been rotted for a long time. Mm-hmm. This tree is whatever stage of the process, that whatever these chitterers are doing to them, this mm-hmm. might have been among the first batch. Because okay. and the, when you look at the other ones around, uh, few sparse trees that there are, um, it's the same thing. They're dry as a bone. There's no immediacy to uh the the plant life around here and in fact although this meadow is a little bit better lit less claustrophobic obviously than the hell tunnel that you guys just passed through the plants are dead a lot of them if there's any wood tissue uh like the trees like for example larger bushes or whatever have that same dry rot throughout their tissue and Mm. a lot of the green is gone and it looks more just like a like a gray that once was green. Mm. It has a almost waxy, dead look to them. As you walk uh, a little bit farther along the way that you came, not knowing exactly what direction you approached this uh, place from, but knowing it was at least vaguely west, you begin to hear running water. And sure enough, as you poke your head around a ridge not far from the 
clearing, you see the river, the, the stream that is delineated on your map. You don't know, you don't see enough of it to know exactly where on the stream you are. Cold. Uh, you're reading a bad situation. Yes. Yes, and I got a nine. You can ask one question about the car. Are there any dangers I haven't noticed about the car? Like, I guess if there's anything wrong with it that's not, like, super obvious. I will tell you this. There's still a pool of acid on the top of the car, but it is not going through the metal of the car. If anything, it's smudging and and eating away at the paint, but it seems Mm -hmm. like it is completely unable to eat and sizzle through the, the the metal of the chassis itself. The actual puncture is leaking acid still, just in little drips and drabs, and as soon as it drips through this bullet hole in the top of the car where the proboscis came through, that acid is beginning to eat through the more um, organic material of the car upholstery and the carpeting. Did that answer? Is there a danger? Yeah. Yeah, there's not a danger yeah, yeah, yeah. in the car itself. It's a good deal. I'm happy. And the car runs, if that's not clear. Like, it, nothing, like, went through, yeah. like, the engine or anything like that. I just wanted to check, like, make sure there's not, like, a, a, a chitterer up under the wheel caps or something. That's, like, I know I wouldn't be able to see it, but... I will also say, wow, this car is still running, but holy shit. You just took it basically off-road. There's clearly dents and smashes where, like, either a log or a chitterer was that you just bull rushed through keeping uh, uh, your eyes on the road and, and keeping everything on course, but the car itself looks beat to hell. I just pat the hood of the car and I'm like, you remind me of a girl I used to know. <laughs> <laughs> and then I guess I'm going to smoke a cigarette. Hey guys, thank you for listening to episode 7 of New Ridge. If you're enjoying this side quest of ours, please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to The Quest Company on iTunes. Or let us know directly. You can find us on social media at The Quest Company and at our website, questcompanypodcast.com. 
As always, I would like to thank Joe Lightus for editing New Ridge, as well as the artists whose wonderful music we use in these episodes. Thank you, uh, as always, to TabletopAudio.com for the tracks Forest at Night and Spire the Hatchery, as well as Steve Combs for the song Hold Music, Komiku for the songs Fight, Run, Breathe Deeply, and Friends Theme, and Jason Shaw for the song Night Rave. You can find more of their music on freemusicarchive.org. We also had additional sound design this episode by Henry Vartio. You can find more of his work on freesound.org. That's all for me. So we'll be seeing y'all next week when we find out what happens to our dirty boys now that they've found themselves decidedly up shit creek. That was me trying to do a Dukes of Hazard thing. Thanks for listening to New Ridge here at the Quest Company. Ha ha, you're